Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Yes, we have a lot of students who are getting stressed out and a lot of parents are even more stressed out because of the school situation and a lot of people are homeschooling and trying to encourage the kids to study and all the rest of it. Well, help is at hand because Roshan Curtis, secondary school teacher at St Mary's Day Austin School, Drogheda and social media influencer, I have to say as well, for Hoy's DIY, joins me on the line. How are you doing, Roshan? Hi, not too bad. Thanks, Janice. You're you're dealing with the whole COVID nineteen situation well. I'd say you miss your students, do you? I do actually. Really miss them. Really miss the school as well. You know, the bit of crack with them as well. It's uh, very surreal times at the moment. You know. It absolutely is. And there's a lot of people, uh, parents particularly, that got in touch with me on the show last week when I had primary school teacher on to, to talk <laughs> about kind of keeping the little ones motivated. But now we need the older ones to be motivated as well. They're out of the routine. Uh, a lot of them, Roisin, the temptation to stay in bed. I'd say some of them are only getting up now. Can we, are we supposed to be treating every day of the, the, the Monday to Friday kind of the same as school? Uh, well, here's the thing. The first thing I would say is, um, obviously, in these unprecedented times, we're all in the same boat. Whether you're a teacher, a student or a parent, it's all brand new to us. We're all, um, I suppose, feeling our way through it, doing the best that we can. And, and that's all that you can do is the best that you can. Um, I would say the priority at the moment is your son's or your daughter's mental health, uh, to be honest with you. Um, that's something that we can't forget about in these times when they're away from friends, away from the routine of school and so on. I know when we're in, in school and when students are in school, they have a tendency to give out about it and count the days down to the holidays. But I know myself with my own nieces and nephews that they're looking to get back and they're missing the structure and their friends and the routine. So I think what what is important here is that the structure is essential, bringing some structure into the home there and trying to um, create, I suppose, as much normalcy as possible uh, within your home. Uh, obviously, education can be done anywhere. You know, it's uh, more than bookish knowledge that goes on in schools. And it can happen anywhere and through any medium. And we're learning that the hard way, I suppose, uh, in terms of uh, remote learning that mm. we're doing in schools. Um, so the main thing I would say uh, as a parent is stop worrying. OK, that's the main thing. 
as a student, stop worrying, right? There are going to be allowances made. I know myself, my own students are worried about practicals and um, the exams that they do because my own subjects, woodwork and construction, are uh, 50% of junior cert project work and, uh, sorry, 70% of junior cert and 50 at leaving cert. Right. So there's, there's the worry there that we're not in school, we're not making our projects, what are we going to do and so on. So at this moment, none of us know. You know, I don't think even the Department of Education knows. Uh, as it stands, we've been told that we're off until the 30th of uh, March. You know, uh, everybody, I suppose, is uh, expecting some sort of announcement this week to see if we are going back or if it will be after Easter. Uh, but I think it's st- stop worrying about it. Mm. You know, it's not, it's not the end of the world here. Education is happening at home anyway. It's always happening. Um, it might be the structured education that we have in schools, but if your son is cooking a dinner or um, out gardening, he's learning there himself as well, you know, and, and most importantly, he's looking after his own mental health. Sorry, I'm a bit biased. I'm in an all-boys school. So oh, I yeah, no, that's grand. That's grand. And listen, there's a lot of parents that would welcome that, you know, a bit of, a, bit of education around the kitchen, a bit of education out in the garden yeah. as well, you know, yeah. get some jobs done. And that's the thing. As a TY coordinator, I always say that, you know, like mm. um, when, when trans- our lads come into transition year, parents are kind of worried because they're not seeing the hours of homework at home and they're not seeing the copies and the books and that. But do you know what? They see so much more at the end of the year. They see maturity and taking a responsibility for their own learning. And I think that's something that will come out of this uh, crisis, I suppose, is that students and parents and teachers themselves, we need to take a bit more responsibility for our own learning um, and whether that's happening at home or in schools or wherever. So if I was to say, um, to kind of break it down for parents, what what you could be doing as a parent, uh, first off, what I would say is structure. So sit down with your son or your daughter and come up with some sort of timetable. Now, they already have a timetable for secondary school, 40 minutes lessons. Some schools have an hour lesson. Um, You should be aiming to maybe follow that. Uh, I would say the structure is good. Get up out of bed early, get your school day done, then you can relax in the evening. We don't want a blurred line between that. You know, mm. you don't want someone getting up at 12 o'clock, playing the PlayStation till 2, getting his lunch and then deciding he's going to go and look at his maths or his English or, or whatever. I think it's best to kind of look at a timetable. As a parent and, and a child, sit down with them and come up with a timetable. If you've decided, right, look, it's too much for them to follow the full timetable, we're going to break it down. Sit with them and discuss. What do you want to do? Be creative with the timetable as well. Put breaks in with it. Make sure you put things like exercise into it, gardening, singing, whatever it is. Uh, make sure you're creative with that as well. Involve your child, obviously, to come up with some rules. That's important. Okay, so some homeschooling rules that you can say, right, let's set rewards for this, but also we'll need sanctions. So in terms of, right, if I get such and such done today, I'll be allowed to sit on the PlayStation or whatever yes. for half an hour or something like that. But also the other side, if I don't do any of that schoolwork today, then I will not be allowed on social media or on um, the game PlayStation or whatever. Uh, obviously, be positive and be patient. I know it's easier said than done. Um, I know parents at home who have a number of kids in different years and that, it can be a struggle because teachers are sending work home and it maybe looks like a huge amount. Just because I'm sending work home doesn't necessarily mean that that has to be done. You're the parent, you're the child. You make that the decision in your own home. Obviously, as teachers, our worry here is that a lot of the time in media, teachers are played like, oh, look, they're off on their holidays and so on. Mm. And the worry that we'll be seen as, 
oh, look, we're off now again, extended holidays nearly. It's not a holiday for us. We are at home. We are doing remote learning. We're coming up with worksheets. We're coming up, I suppose, as the week has gone on, more innovative ways of teaching and that. But just because we're sending that work home doesn't necessarily mean that it all has to be done. You know, I think that's important to say that because some kids will be anxious at home thinking I have to get every bit of this done. You know, I send work home on a Friday and by Sunday they're sending it back to me all done. Yes, that's maybe unrealistic, is it? Take your weekend, you know, and relax and enjoy yourself and do what, what bit you can do, do you know? Us as teachers, we're learning as well. You know, there's going to be parents complaining about the amount of work we're sending. There'll be parents complaining we're not sending enough. Obviously, that is something that we are learning ourselves. But I think you are the primary educator at home as as a parent, as a mother and a father. And it's up to you to kind of say to your son, look, step away from it now. Do you know, mm. if it's okay he's doing too much. If he's doing too little as well, it's the same. I would say you're the primary educator. It's important that you're communicating with your son. Don't just take for word that, yeah, he's getting emails. I've seen him on the computer there for a bit. It's all done. Have a look and see what he's actually Check getting. Yeah, what is he yeah. from his teacher and his Irish teacher? Is there any work he needs to send back? I know myself, I've sent emails out and got no acknowledgement from some students. Um, will I be following that up? No, because I don't know people's circumstances. Mm, There's mm. plenty of kids out there that don't have internet. Um, my sister is a teacher. Um, she's just moved into a new house and doesn't really have great internet either. So you have to take into account that everybody's circumstances are different. All I can do as an educator is send that information out um, and all you can do as a parent is ensure that he's doing the best that he possibly can or, or she, you know. Yeah. And Roisin, lots of great, great advice there. And, and what about exam students? Because I know there's a big stress there, particularly for leaving cert students. You know, the decision yeah. to cancel the oral exams and practical and stuff like that being postponed as well. Um, you know, there's a lot of anxiety around, am I actually going to be sitting my exams in June? I know we don't know the answers yeah. to that yet, but realistically for exam students, are they, should they be putting in a little bit more time or what would your advice be for them? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, as I said, we have to take this as if we're going back to school next week. We okay. haven't heard any different yet. So that's the way we have to go as teachers, as students. We have to go as if, right, we're in next week. And if not, maybe the week after Easter. So they should be treating it like that. This is not a holiday. And I get the first week seemed like a holiday, maybe. Yeah, it's confusing as well, yeah. Out of routine and so on. But this is the week where you need to make the changes. Because this is where you will either lose out or you'll, you'll bring yourself up, you know. So what I would say is at Junior Cert and Leaving Cert, there's a big difference there in age. Leaving Cert should certainly be taking charge of their own learning. They should have been doing that in fifth year anyway. And they should be doing at least four hours every day. Okay. And, and up to a maximum of eight hours. Um, and, and that's the reality of it there for a Leaving Cert student. They have a huge amount of subjects to get ready for. Um, what I have done with my own students is I've broken down what I would normally have them for in a week. Um, so I have them for three hours and 20 minutes in a week. And basically, I've given them questions uh, from exam papers to kind mm. of work on that. Um, so I would say do it in 40 minutes stints. Obviously, attention span doesn't really go beyond that. Um, when you are concentrating one to one, it can be a lot harder. So don't go over four hours in one sitting. Uh, make sure you rest. Take time to obviously do sports. Uh, any creative activities like music and so on. But third year should be doing um, four hours as well daily. Okay. Uh, that's what they should be aiming for. So junior say four hours, sixth year, four to eight hours, uh, obviously, uh, depending on, on, you know, the subjects they're doing and the pressure that's on there.
And, you know, what would you say then to, to some of the students, Roisin, who, you know, they're perhaps they're only getting up out of bed now, yawning as we're talking here and they're not doing much work. What sort of would you like them to take on board just as a final point? Uh, as I said, it's important. It's not a holiday, lads. Um, we are living through very um, unprecedented times here for your own mental health and your own well-being. I think it's important to keep a structure and a routine. Uh, we have plenty of time during the summer to be relaxing and and chilling out and so on once the exams are over. But the priority now is getting up, making the most of your day and getting it done early so that you can then relax and socialise with friends, be that through um, video calls and, and messenger and so on. Um, so t- take your timetable and look at it. You have to see what you want to get out of it here. Do you know, there is mm. a, a sense there that you have to take charge of your learning. Um, the teachers are putting the effort in, sending it all out there. We can't physically be there uh, to make you do it. This is your responsibility now, you know, and it is your education. At the end of the day, uh, what we do after that is is entirely on our own backs, you know. Absolutely. And Roisin, can the, the students can reach out at any time to the teachers there if they've any burning questions or they're having difficulty in the subject. You are contactable. Yes, yes. Uh, teachers are working normal hours as well. Uh, what we've done is... Um, set up groups on um, 365. We've also set up teams. Some teachers are working through Zoom, which is like an interactive... Oh, uh, it's a great thing, yeah. yeah. And so, on. so, I mean, as I said, we're learning ourselves. You know, we're trying to get the work out there and and uh, even in our own setting, we've set up a staff room uh, online where teachers are all kind of giving each other advice on what different things are working for them and so on. Um so, so there is work going on there behind the scenes um, to get that information out to students and we are more than happy to get everything sent back. The lads can email at any time um, and contact us through them. Brilliant. And I know you're keeping everyone's spirits up as well with your hilarious videos on <laughs> on Facebook. We shared one of, of your lovely singing, Roisin, oh, uh, <laughs> on LMFM's page as well. Uh, and I, I know that is lifting a lot, a lot of people and making people laugh. So thank you so much for that. Listen, thanks for taking the time today, Roisin, and stay safe. Thanks for having me on and take care. And a big shout out to my work husband, Mr. Healy. I'm missing him. Ah, very good. Very good. <laughs> Thanks a million, Roisin. We'll talk All to you right. again soon. Bye, 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 bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.